Hello, welcome back to the Fan Team Focus live show. I'm joined with Sean and Jack. We're going to be talking about the second chance game. So we're going to be going through what that is essentially and how we think we're going to win it. AFCON, COVID, we're going to talk about. Um, we've got a quiz which Sean has set up. You did remember the quiz, Sean, right? Yeah, it's it's. I had to do a couple of quick questions just a minute ago, but yeah, it's all it's all done. Forgot to double check that with you before we came on here, and um, <laughs> the one million pound game as well. We'll talk about that. So let's catch up with the boys. Jack, first, how are you doing? Yeah, really good, mate. Really good. Uh, the NFL is going well these last three weeks. I've finally nailed down the process that I'm really happy with. Well, we got your um, winnings up on the screen. Actually, let's just say hello to Sean before we. Uh, explain what's going on there how are we today Sean yeah not too bad busy 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 run up to Christmas but yeah all good no COVID running around guys my missus literally just tested positive um so only a bit of a dodgy Christmas again for us but um any scares not the minute no, today, no. not the minute Sorry. touch wood good stuff Jack tell us about this COVID stuff then not COVID what am I talking about tell us about the <laughs> NFL how did you um oh. How did you get on? Because I could tell you about COVID within the NFL. The it's as bad as the Premier League at the minute. COVID. There's there's eight teams last week that had to shut their facilities. Um, you had one team with 32 members of the active roster that had COVID or were near someone that had COVID. So we're all on the COVID protocol for the like whole week. So yeah, um, it's been brutal, but. I took advantage of it in the last three weeks somehow, some way. Um, so last night we had two games that were postponed, but they were postponed for from a matter of, it was like days. They were supposed to be played. I think one game was supposed to be played on Saturday and the other one was supposed to be played on Sunday. So we had a couple of games just moved back a couple of days till Tuesday. And the games were the Washington football team versus the Philadelphia Eagles, which is a NFC East rivalry game. And the other game was the, LA Rams versus the Seattle Seahawks, which is the which is a NFC West uh, divisional game. So big rivalry games. This is we're coming to the business end of, of the uh, NFL season now. We're, a lot of teams are fighting to stay into the stay in contention within the playoffs, etc. So last night I went about it. I built a couple of builds, but this build that took it down last night, I I went against the grain, which is. What I've mentioned on here a few times, um, going against Salah, for example, on the Monsters. So I went against the grain with this one. A lot of people would have stacked the LA Rams game. And for good reason. It was a game that I was targeting when it was originally on the Sunday slate. But thank thank God for me, it got moved back. Um, and, you know, it should, it, it should have been on paper a high-scoring game. In the end, there was only 30 points in the game. So I went against the grain with this one, I went with the Eagles quarterback in Jalen Hurts, who just come back off injury. Uh, I, I wasn't really expecting the game that I saw out of him, but he just went nuts, tried to prove his critics wrong, and he certainly did last night. Um, I tied him up with his favourite passing option, really, his tight end in Dallas Goddard. I, I had a couple of people message me last night about playing Eagles wide receivers, and I just said, good luck, because you, you, you are playing with fire if you try and pick one of them wide receivers. I mean, one of the wide receivers, Greg Ward, he's like fourth on the depth chart, and he scored a touchdown last night. So you really are playing with, the fire, with fire if you start going towards the Eagles receivers. Just yeah. don't even think about it. Play the tight end, Dallas Goddard. That's his favourite target. Uh, Miles Sanders, he come back from injury three weeks ago, and he's been seeing a lot of the rushing work at running back for the Eagles. 
and he had a nice game again last night. So 16.6 points there. I got I bought him back with Antonio Gibson on the Washington football team side. Washington football team were they had to sign guys off the street to play quarterback last night because all of their quarterbacks were in the COVID protocol. So COVID that's how bad it. It's across it's everywhere, isn't it? There's COVID, the United States, yeah. Britain. But that, that's how bad it was for them. They, they were literally signing three quarterbacks off the street to come and play for them last night. And I just thought, that's well, insane. they're not going to pass much. They're just going to give it to the running back a ton, which is what they did. The uh, backup running back as well, Stevenson, also got in the end zone last night. And I did a nice little bit on that, five to one. Um, oh, and then... Mark, you're flying, mate. You're flying. I am flying. I, I played the Eagles defence because I... I didn't expect the Washington football team to be as competitive as they were. Fair play to them. The guys that come in off the street done okay. Um, I thought the Eagles defence would have put up a few more points than it did, but in the end it was enough. And I just bought it with Cooper, bought it back with Cooper Cup from the Rams and the Seahawks game. Don't even think yeah. about it. If Cooper Cup's on a slate, any of these slates you play him, he's had one game this season where he's seen less than uh, double-digit targets in the game. And even that game, he saw nine targets. Just if he's on the slate, you play him. I don't care how much he is. It's like it's like Mo Salah, you know. Like you, you just play him. He's that good, like. Yeah. Fair enough. So, how much money did you win, Jack? Cut to the chase, man. What What did you get over the last three weeks? Yeah, go on. Give it to me. Um, Soccer to me, boss. You're looking at about twelve hundred. Sugar dumplings. That's good, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I'm quite happy. I'd, I'd be happy with that. What do you think, Sean? <laughs> I'm more shocked if I wake up in the morning after an NFL night and don't see his name at the top, somewhere in the top, but then it, it isn't. So, Jack, yeah. you're writing your name into folklore, mate. <laughs> I've also got a process with the NFL now. I've, I've seen it a couple of times with the football monsters, and it's something yeah. I'm using on the NFL now. So, I, I, I enter the smaller tournament, the £1.68 tournament, and I put nine teams in that, and I enter. So, I only enter three teams, but I enter it three times that team. So that oh. team—that's what I say the other week. So if I it does one, win, yeah, yeah. Ah. So, so you get. So I've been doing. I, I, it's just something I noticed within the football. I wouldn't use that tactic on any other DFS site like DraftKings, for example. I've never used it yeah. on there because it's—it's it's just not a wise tactic. But it seems to work on fan team. I don't know why, but it's working for me at the minute. I'm quite, yeah, quite happy. Makes sense, doesn't it? Because it's quite affordable to if it's like a one pound something entry, you can have yeah. to it's only going to cost you maybe a fiver if you do five teams or whatever. I'm not sure what the maximum so, is you're allowed, but well, and if it wins, I, it wins. Yeah, I don't actually know myself the maximum, but I only enter, I, I can use nine teams and yeah, I just I mix them up a bit, three different teams, and then I enter them. Yeah, that's so. Sean, I think there is a maximum on like the, the football monsters, for example, isn't it? Yeah, I can't, I mean, off the top of my head, I want to say it's like a hundred. Um, so it's quite high. Um, whether many, I don't think many people do do the hundred, but but yeah, I mean, it definitely seems to be working. And and I'd say, obviously, from speaking to Jack, so it's probably not even the the best result he's had in the last couple of weeks, as well. Given what he could be uh, winning in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I won a step two ticket. Well, the step well, I, I I won step two basically within the NFL. So I'm going into step three, which is the Starting on February the eighth, isn't it the World Cup of World Championship? Football? Yeah, World Championship. Yeah. So, so explain that to me briefly, Jack, because I'm uh, like like a five year old knowledge in terms of NFL and stuff like that. So yeah, I, I entered. The, I, I won a step two ticket, which I entered into the NFL Red Zone Monster to win a place in the 
World Championship of Fantasy Football, um, which is, was meant to be held on Boxing Day, I believe, wasn't it, Sean? Yeah, Boxing, Boxing Day Boxing and then the, yeah. the next set of fixtures. So there's, there's yeah. two set of fixtures. Yes, yeah, so it's just a two two game week tournament, basically. Um, so yeah, I ended up setting, thankfully, the team that ran away with it last week. I, the team that I put in last week, just everyone went off. Like, I mean, I was dancing around my living room. But I, I had people like messaging me at the end of the third quarter saying you've you've done it already, like it's done. I was like, I'm not counting my chickens. Like, <laughs> um, but I, yeah, without sounding big-headed, I did kind of like with what was happening in the games. I kind of knew. I was like, yeah, this is this going to take something dramatic now to stop this. What's what was happening? Because a lot of the teams around me had played a lot of their guys in the earlier games, and I'd played five guys in the later games which oh, all went off basically so um again it's another tactic that i use it's not obviously i don't see other people's teams but i always like to stack the later games i do it because on DraftKings, for example you can do late swaps you can't do that on fan team anyway but you could do late swaps on DraftKings. so it's just always been a tactic that i've used for dfs with nfl but yeah i won a um well world championship of fantasy football ticket and i've yeah i i'm in the, i'm in the dance let's say that some fantastic stuff mate very very proud of you <laughs> thank you i'm gonna need your help though <laughs> you too well, i've already messaged you too about this so i need i'm gonna need your help with this we'll do what we can mate. we'll do what we can but the decisions are yours <laughs> um i got ultimate fan up next then i got both of your teams on here Sean, do you want to talk us? Obviously, we're sponsored by Ultimate Fan Guys, so if you want to get involved, the link is in the video description. Uh, it's a mixture between pack openings and fantasy football. Sean, do you want to take it away? Yeah, so um, I've been doing all right in it recently. Um, luckily, I've got players like Salah, Trent, um, so it's a lot of the big hit at the moment, so it does help being able to switch them around. I think last week I finished on about 79 points, which some weeks would get you um, get you in the sort of the prize positions, um, but didn't last week. I think a lot of people went heavy on Man City. Um, so did quite well out of it there. Um, but yeah, so this week, I think it's difficult with postponements as well. We don't know. I think there'll probably be less postponements now because of the new COVID rules. The fact that as long as they've got 13 outfield players and one goalkeeper available, um, they have to play the game. I think they've said, basically, if you've played in the first team, that's considered a, an option sort of thing so I don't think there'll yeah. be as many postponements but there obviously will still be a few people a few players that are out for a couple of games at a time but I think this week the game to probably target is the Leeds game Liverpool Leeds game we are talking just before I came on air as a non-salar owner in FPL I've not, I've not been too bad the last few weeks but this week will definitely be a just sitting and hoping that somehow he doesn't do anything because you would expect him to go against the Leeds team that have been leaking goals left right and you expect that he will do do something this week so I've got in my ultimate fan entry this week I've got Salah as the captain so the captain arms band you put on someone they basically score double points for anything so goals assists shots on target tackles um, and I've put the golden boot I suppose it's golden boot chip, so to speak, on Harry Kane. So essentially you get double points just for goals. Um, so I think he seems to be coming back into a bit of form at the moment. Um, so fancy him. I don't own Ronaldo in it. I have a pack Ronaldo. I think he would be a good shout against Norwich if he starts. But um, I've obviously then gone Trent as well, because I think, I've luckily I've got Trent, Cancelo and Reese James. So 
I've literally just been circling two of those three most weeks because you don't really score many points for defenders. Clean sheets, you don't get a lot. So really, it's the attack and returns you want. And those three for me are probably the best three in the league. So this week, I've gone for Cancelo at home to Leicester and Trent at home to Leeds. The team as well, you score points for goals they score, lose points for goals they concede in clean sheets. So again, Liverpool against Leeds should hopefully score quite a few goals. And then I've just gone for Smith Rowe against Norwich. He may not start, but I don't have a huge amount of midfielders. Um, Salah's classes are forward in this. So I think Norwich is a decent fixture. He's looked good when he comes on. It's just whether or not he starts, but I'll take the risk. And then I want a, a Man City midfielder. I've got most of them. And I just fancy maybe De Bruyne to, to do something this week. So I've gone for that as my sort of my six picks as well That's as the team one. this week. I like the De Bruyne shout. Do we have a cheeky yeah. one there? Jack, how are you getting on with this, mate? Your um, knowledge levels increasing or still very much a beginner? I'm still very much a beginner, but Sean's just um, made things a little bit easier for me there, like telling me how it works, etc. But yeah, I, I'm still very much at the beginning stage with this. I, I, I normally forget to open my packs, unfortunately, but I am. Um, I'm getting there. I've got nice. I've got Reese James as my captain there, which is okay, I suppose. I've I've got Danny Ings. I did have. I've got Saha as well. I've got. I've, he's on my bench, but I um I didn't play him. Was it last week he scored? I don't know. I, did they play last week? Crystal Palace. Or was it the week before? Whatever he scored. I, honestly, I can't remember. One of these game weeks he scored, and I played Danny Ings in front of him. I don't, Danny Ings either didn't. Villa's game got cancelled or. He just didn't yeah. come. He didn't play at all. <laughs> and yeah, I, yeah. So I scored. So yeah, I'm still very much a beginner with it. I, I need to improve, and hopefully my team gets better over the coming weeks with my packs that I open. So let's talk about the second chance game then, because um, that's something quite exciting that's coming up. I got the um, the kind of graphic up here. Free entry starts on January the fourteenth. It's very similar to the £1 million game, boys, right? I know you boys have been doing a bit of research about it today. First prize, 20 grand. Not to be sniffed at for free entry, right? Um, I've got some of the differences up here from like the other formats that we're used to. Sean, do you want to um, kick it off with some of the main differences that you might have uh, come across? Yeah, so um, in terms of the comparison between the second chance game and the season long fan team game at the moment, they are pretty much the same. The pricing is exactly the same. So when prices go up in the main season long game, they will also go up in, in this game. Okay. Um, you, yeah, everyone that's ever been on fan team has a free entry. Um, so I've, I've only put one in the moment, but then you can also enter more teams. Um, I think it's, I want to say it's like 10 pound 20. Um, I think you can enter. I don't know what the maximum is that you can, but I, there's a, there's probably like a, a limit of 20, 100 entries you could do in there if you wanted to. Um, but everyone gets a free one. I think at the moment there's about 6,000 teams in there, which will obviously go up closer to the time. Um, 6,017, yeah. Yeah. So the difference is really between this and the main season long. Um, in the season long, you have a squad of 15. It's a bit like FPL. So you have your two keepers, five defenders, five midfielders and three attackers. Whereas in this, you only have a squad of 11. So you only have your starting 11. So you have mm. a keeper and then you have to have at least three defenders, two midfielders and a forward. So you could play 5-4-1, 3-4-3, 3-5-2, whatever. But you have to have at least three defenders, two midfielders, one forward. 
captaincy and vice captaincy is the same. So you pick one each week. Um, if the captain doesn't play, your vice captain uh, starts. You get a free transfer every week. So that's the same as the season long. The difference here is, and also additional transfers cost you a minus four. So that's standard. Um, but the difference here is, whereas in the season long, you can only roll one transfer to have two free. If you then try roll another one, you, the two is the maximum you would have. On this, you could effectively roll for five weeks and then have six free transfers, Whoa. which is quite good. So if you can set up your team well at the start of this game to cover yourselves for two, three weeks, you can then essentially mini wildcard and it not cost you anything. So I think that's a, a key thing to remember because unlike FPL, for example, which is this is the same for the, the season long, there are no chips other than wildcard. So you get a wildcard in this as well. Mm. So that's quite good because it's only 17 game weeks. Um, but you, we know there's been a lot of talk recently there'll be going to be double game weeks, blank game weeks, whereas in FPL you would use free hits, um, all that sort of thing. You don't have them in here. So planning is essential. So if you can roll those transfers to give you three, four, when it then comes to a double game week, to transfer in four double game weekers is going to be really beneficial. So I think that's a really good, um, a really good change on this compared to the season long. Um, I think other than that, the there is a late registration on it. So you don't have to enter by the 14th of January. Okay. It is open for another week after that, um, up until the 22nd of January. But you obviously only get, I think it says on here, 95% of whatever the average score was from the first week. Oh, yeah. So it may, it may be beneficial. It, dep- it a lot depends on, so I think I looked at it earlier, at the start of the game week or the start of this competition, there's potentially going to be a double game week. Um, but it depends where the fixtures fall if there's any more postponement so a lot is up in the air at the moment with it um, but it, yeah it's definitely for those that are sort of nowhere in the season long it's definitely like a fresh a fresh start of going for and like I say free entry a fresh start of going for that that prize ball it's amazing <laughs> yeah <laughs> I think it pays at the, I think it's the top 4,000 pays out no no I think if you finish 4,000 it's only £5 but it's it's all free to enter, isn't it? So it's definitely definitely worth a go. I mean, you look at the the breakdown of the winnings, and if you finish in the top fifty, so fiftieth, you get a hundred pounds. So it's not. Whereas I think if you finish fiftieth in the season long, you put, I don't know what the prize is, but obviously it's a lot more. But you had to pay twenty pounds to enter that, whereas this is free. But obviously, like you said, winning it is the twenty twenty k. Even fifth is a thousand. So definitely worth a go. And even for those that have only recently joined, it's a good chance to sort of practice strategy and see how it all works ready for, for next season, potentially. Will, yeah, definitely. Um, Sorry, Jack. I was, no, was going to say as well, I, I've done it. If you enter, well, if you enter three teams, you get a two euro ticket for any contest that you want to play in. Um, and if you enter five teams, you get a 15 euro ticket for any 15 euro game that you want to play. So I've got five teams in it at the minute. Oh, wow. So that's another extra bonus then yeah. as well. Just I was going to say, mention that. I was going to say as well, Jack, it's got your name written all over it, this, right? Because um, I know you said you forgot to do your team a couple of times in the first few weeks of the season yeah. long, right? Second yeah. chance, baby. Here it comes, right? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to give it my full attention. I've, I've signed up to a few more things now, thanks to the help of Sean. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this contest. NFL will be done as well by then. Well, on the whole as well. 
So well, yeah, we'll, we'll be we'll be in we'll be in the playoffs for the NFL yeah. by then. But yeah, um, this will get my full attention. So we got the fixtures up here. I know you've um, Sean's got you involved in the old fantasy football hub, and uh, you were very complimentary about it on the on the group chat the other day. Uh, yep. Sean's kindly sent us the fixture ticker from I think game week twenty two. Sean, is that when the um, yeah that's when the the competitions. Yeah, definitely. So I thought I'd just show you the sort of the first six game weeks as to it's sort of ranked by who's perceived to have the easiest fixtures at the top. So we can see sort of at the top there, you've got West Ham, Aston Villa and Newcastle. Um, and at the bottom, you've got Leicester, Arsenal and Chelsea. Chelsea mainly because they've got two blank game weeks um, where they're going to the Club World Cup at the moment, as things stand. So, I mean, just looking at that, I probably will not have any Chelsea players in at the start. Because you, you with only having an eleven man squad, you need people that are going to play, um, and we'll we'll come on to the sort of safety net in a bit. Um, and they got Man City and Tottenham as well before yeah. the blanks, right? So it's not as though I mean Tottenham. You could maybe argue isn't too difficult a game, but do you really want to be wasting those transfers to just have one decent game against Tottenham potentially, and then not have someone play for two weeks? For me, no. Um, so I would potentially not start with any Chelsea. But the thing that sort of muddies it at the moment, and we won't know for definite until close to the time, is it's it's a 17-game week tournament, but you've got a lot of teams that have obviously had postponements. Um, and at the moment, um, if people don't follow him on Twitter, Ben Krellin, who is just like the guru when it comes to blanks, doubles, when games are going to happen, he thinks at the moment there will potentially be some postponements put in the week before the tournament starts, um, which I think is game week 21 in FPL and fan team. Yeah. And then he thinks there'll be some in game week 22. So it may be that actually the first week of this tournament, there are teams that have double a double game week. So we may want to be looking at those teams to potentially get a bit of a head start ahead of everyone else um, when it comes to um, the start of this tournament. So that's something to definitely bear in mind. I think the teams that don't have anything, I think teams like Liverpool, Leeds, Man City and Wolves haven't had any postponements yet. So they will only have 17 games. Whereas you've got people like Tottenham at the moment have got three games to rearrange. So if Kane and Son come back into, into any sort of form, they're decent anyway, but chuck an extra three games on top, then they're really sort of people to consider, I would say. Being a Chelsea fan, Jack, um, would that would that have any sway on on your Chelsea decision here? When you see they got Man City, Tottenham, and then potentially a couple of um, weeks where they don't have a fixture at all, would you maybe yeah. go? On. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah for sure. Um, I've not actually looked at this for really. Like, I just built brief team um, last night quickly. Um, otherwise, I've just done some auto teams just so I I'd say I haven't really built my final teams yet. Um, when you actually see my team, you'll see that I've put Salah in. Um, obviously, there's a risk that he will go to the African Cup of Nations. Um, I personally don't think that'll go ahead anyway, but we will see even if it does. But having Salah in there, the money that you save from that, you can move about anyway. Um, you can I think you have avoided you can... Chelsea players as well, if I remember rightly. I know. I, was... I think I think I put Mason Mountain. Oh, you did, um, did you? Yeah, I think I put Mason Mountain, but I yeah. will certainly... Looking at that now, I'm certainly going to go against that. It's an interesting one, isn't it? And like Sean says, I think that the doubles that could potentially happen in 22 could be interesting, but uh, we'll see a little bit later when we've got the, the COVID graph 
think Tottenham are the I don't think we're out of the woods yet. Tottenham are the Tottenham are the one that the one team that have missed the most games, aren't they? Yeah, I think so. At the moment, at the moment, Tottenham and Burnley have got three games to rearrange. Um, then you've got Brentford, Brighton, Leicester, Manu, and Watford have got two, and you've got then another six have got one. Um, but like we said, at the moment, well, nothing's set in stone, and there might be more postponements, but it looks as though a lot of them will go into the week before this starts. So I think West Ham, Norwich, and Southampton have got a game in hand at the moment, but that could well be replayed before this starts, so it doesn't come into it. Um, but you could still have Burnley and Tottenham could have two games still where... Um, they haven't played. And I think it's important with the, I think I mentioned it really on the the differences, there's a safety net function on this second chance tournament. So where, for example, I mean, the, the main one I looked at was, I mean, Liverpool midfield would be the, the case example. If you left Salah in your team, because it looks like at the moment, so I'm jumping about a bit here, uh, the African Cup of Nations, if it goes ahead, anyone that goes there will miss 22 and 23. They may miss 24 if they come back, if they get to the final, because I think the 24 is midweek and I think the final's on the Sunday. So if they get to the final or the third, fourth place playoff, they could well miss 24 as well. But you could, if you wanted to, like Jack's alluded to, start Salah. Um, and he obviously won't play in those first two weeks because if he's with Egypt, it would then go down to the next midfielder price-wise for Liverpool. In, in this case, it would be Mane. Um, but obviously Mane will be the same as Salah. He's going to the AFCON as well. So it will then drop to Jota, Jota maybe. Yeah. 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 So just because you've got Salah in there and by doing that, you will probably then want Salah back at some point. But by putting Salah in there at the first, in the first place, you've got it, you're covered. And then when it comes to... That's next level stuff, come, that is, Jack. When he, come, when he comes back mm. from AFCON, you haven't then got to transfer him back oh. in because he's already there. Oh, that is next level stuff. We'll have to there's, clip quite, that. There, there's quite a few um, where you, the safety net is really important. Defenders, not so much because you're always going to have, I think I looked at Arsenal, Ben White's the cheapest and he's quite high owned in the season long. Um, but if he doesn't play, you then drop to like, I think Nuno Tavares, the left back, who wouldn't play if Tierney's playing. But if Ben White's not playing, there's going to be another centre back that's cheaper. So defenders aren't too bad. Um, midfielders as well. But you can sort of take the midfielders. I looked at Man City as an example. If you went for Mares, who's quite a decent option, but you don't know when he starts. And the thing to bear in mind with the safety net is if your player doesn't start, then another player comes on. If your player then gets subbed on with 20 minutes to go, that doesn't matter. It's the person that starts. Ah. Uh, so last season, for example, Salah Is that the against... same in the fan team £1 million game as well, Sean? No, because you because it's you've got the suspension stuff. So unless yeah. so if he comes oh, on in the million pound, you would get the points. Um, but because yeah. of the safety net, it's if he doesn't start, it then goes to the next one. So course, last yeah. year with Salah when he played Palace, I think, I think he was on the bench. Um, I think when they were like seven nil or seven one, he was on the bench. You would have then got Mane. So but then even Salah came on with twenty minutes to go, scored two goals. That it wouldn't matter because it's the person that starts the game. So that's just something to bear in mind, really. But the, the Man City midfielders would be the prime example. Mares is a decent player when he starts, but doesn't start that often. So you could pick Mares in the game. Yeah. 8.4. And then the next player underneath him is Foden. So if Mares doesn't start a game, you get Foden coming on as your safety net. And that likewise, adds a whole like, extra layer to, to the game, doesn't it? Yeah. 
a whole like, like an extra layer of strategy. I like it. But if you That's, went, for, yeah, I think I do as well. I think it goes. I think the Man City midfielders go like KDB, Sterling, Mares, Foden, Grealish, and Gundogan are the same price, and then it goes to Bernardo Silva. If you yeah. went for Silva and then he didn't play, it would drop to Rodri. Now Rodri's yeah. not a, not a bad player, but he's not exactly an attacking force like those ones I've mentioned before. So do yeah. you really want to risk going for Silva? Knowing if that if the, he doesn't start, a, you're going to get Rodri or Fernandinho. Yeah, or Palmer, I've just got it up front of me. So you've got, yeah, underneath underneath Silva, yeah. Torres, Rodri, Fernandinho and Palmer. And obviously Torres, there's talk of him going to Barcelona now in January, even though he is injured as well. And That's there are really a lot of teams like that where, so for example, Tottenham, you've got Son and Kane will start, but then usually there's a third one, but you don't know who that's going to be a lot of the time. So you could go for Moira, he's 6.4, and then it goes down to Ali, Bergwijn, and then Dombele. So you've, again, you've got that sort of tiering of if you wanted a third Tottenham or an attacker that you don't want to pay the price of Son and Kane, you could go for that. Um, and it's the same with Manu as well. So you've obviously got Bruno who's the most expensive midfielder, but then you've got Rashford, Sancho, Greenwood, and you would think one of those would start, but you don't know which one necessarily. So you could go for Rashford knowing that if he doesn't start, you get Sancho. And if he doesn't start, you get Greenwood. So, And you've got a hell of a lot there as well. So you've got Pogba, Lingard, yeah, Van der yeah. Beek, all yeah. before you get to McTominay and Fred. So the that's good. Yeah, the, be- the, w- the thing I would bear in mind a lot in this game, especially with the safety net, is the attackers. Because a lot of attackers don't have a safety net or don't have a, a likely that's going to play safety net. So if you look at Tottenham, yeah. If you look at Tottenham, you've got Kane. And then it goes down to like Dane Scarlett. Yeah, yeah. So if Kane doesn't start, he's injured for whatever reason, you aren't going to more than likely get a replacement in because they'll probably play Sun up top with like yeah. Moira and Ali either side. It's a very good and point. It's the same, same yeah, yeah. Antonio. Yeah. And United, yeah, sorry, Ronaldo, Cavani, and then Martial. And Martial Martial's yeah. off by the look of it. I think Man City is probably the same. It's got Jesus, and then you've got probably a youngster, a dozy or someone like that underneath. So it's, exactly, it, yeah. I think in my in my draft that I've already done, depending on his fit, I've gone for Calvert Lewin because if he doesn't play, he's a decent option anyway. I think and if he doesn't play, you've got Richarlison underneath him, you've got Rondon underneath him just in case. Um, and there's, I think Arsenal's another one. You've got Lacazette, but then you've got Enketia, um, people like that. So it's it's definitely worth bearing in mind especially for the strikers who is underneath them in case they don't start the game. If, for example, um, Kane didn't start the game, but then came on, probably because there's no other striker that would have played instead of him, you would get Kane. You would get his points. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely something that, it, like you said, it adds that, that other level. And it, it, I've looked at the defenders. Sorry, I'm rattling on here. Um, on. The defenders for Man City and Liverpool you know that Van Dijk will play for Liverpool. You know that Diaz will play for City, but you don't necessarily know who the centre-back partner would be. So you could go for Liverpool. You could go for Canate. I think is the most expensive at the moment. And if he doesn't play, it drops to Matip. So you'd always have the Liverpool centre-back alongside Van Dijk for, a, I think, Canate's five and a half million compared to like six and a half of Van Dijk. So if you wanted a cheap route into a top defence, you could go for that. But the only thing to bear in mind with that is, obviously, prices do change. So just because mm. the order at the start is, as we've mentioned, mm. if the price goes above it, then you might then have the second most expensive backup and might not work out properly. So, But there's definitely a level of strategy to it, I would say. 
a whole new level. Yeah. And I, and what that's bringing to my brain is, um, and maybe you can um, answer this one, Jack, you could potentially build a team with every player's got like a really strong kind of safety net. And then you could maybe roll six transfers because your team is so kind of strong and has so much like kind of backup. Yep. What do you think that's doable? Yeah, certainly. That's, that's kind of what I'm going to... Now Sean, Sean's filled me in, give me more information on this now. So um, now Sean's done that, I'm going to certainly look at doing something like that, roll the safety net. Like you say, roll the free transfers over, try and build up, get four or five free transfers. Do you get a wild card in this as well, Sean? Yeah, you get a wild card as well. So, yeah, certainly that's that's a great tactic to use. So we're talking about COVID earlier. I've got a COVID chart up on the screen. And I know uh, fantasy football is meant to be a bit of an escape, but COVID is obviously playing a part in our strategy and stuff, right? We've got a lot of cases here in the UK at the moment. This graph shows that we've just got to, I think it was over 100,000 cases today, which is the highest <laughs> at any point during the pandemic. Um, Jack, do you think we're going to see more games called off or... I, I, I think? think you're going to see games played behind closed doors. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wales have already done it, haven't they? Well, oh, yeah, we have Bo- actually. From yeah. Bo- yeah, from Boxing Day. Because I, I, the Cardiff manager I was listening to TalkSport earlier, I know he was on there going mad about it, saying, I mean, he's what he was saying was right. It is silly. How can you mm. not have fans in a stadium in Cardiff, but then they can all travel, like all the Cardiff fans can travel across the border, just for, for example, go, go to Bristol City. And go and watch Bristol City versus Cardiff. It's 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 crazy. Yeah. Um, but I've, you're going to get to a stage where I, I, I think all games are going to go behind closed doors, and it's yeah, it's out of control at the minute. And you know, like you say, fantasy football is meant to be an escape route from it all. But um, even like it affects the game that we play as well. So it's um, it's a shame. It's just it's it's a crap situation for everyone. Yeah, it's creeping in. But uh, like you say, Wales are leading the way in terms of... Um, Scotland are doing it as well. They've done it as well, have they? Well, I think, I think you can have 500... I don't get that either. You can have 500 fans in the stadium um, from Boxing Day. That's it. That's weird, isn't it? Yeah. But I suppose Wales is in a unique um, kind of situation because, like you said, we've got a, we've got teams that are in the kind of English football league, yeah. like Cardiff, Swansea, Wrexham. Yeah. So Wrexham fans can go away to Burnley... But they can't watch yeah. Burnley at home in the race course, you know. So yeah, you one, right, Sean? Yeah, I mean, it does seem it seems strange, but I, I, I agree with Jack. I think well, you, I think you can sort of tell the tone from Boris that we probably should have um, done some sort of lockdown pre Christmas, but he, do, he doesn't want to be unpopular with um, with the public um, more, more than he already is. Well, yeah. <laughs> He doesn't want to be the, the man that ruins Christmas. So, but I can I can quite easily see on the 27th, 28th, there'll be definitely restrictions in terms of I think they'll go behind closed doors, which will make, make it more difficult for the, the fantasy football side because I think I listened to I don't know where it was. I don't know if it was one of the, the hub pods, it was either the Sky Podcast or the Green Arrow. They were saying about the fact that if the games are cancelled, uh, sorry, the games are played behind closed doors, they don't have to obviously give, I think they should give three weeks' notice to fans if they change any dates of games. Whereas if they're behind closed doors, they can literally change it tomorrow sort of thing. Mm, so yeah. if they do get put behind closed doors, then it will be literally, you don't know, it'll be difficult to plan. Hopefully, in terms of the second chance tournament, by the sort of middle of January, we should have a bit more 
hopefully things will die down a little bit and we'll have a bit more idea of exactly what's um what's what's happening so my next question is going to be has it affected the way you play the kind of season long format games i know it certainly has myself finding myself going like a little bit more short term or especially last last week i did a little bit more short term took a couple of hits for example which i wouldn't normally do um have you have you found yourself making any changes i have yeah, yeah. Like i say just well i will from now on as well like but last week i mentioned to you both before we come on i made my transfers at 12 o'clock and then that game gets called off at half 12 so it's a nightmare yeah just a nightmare so I, I at that point i'd already taken the hit as well i think it was a minus four and i was just like i'm not taking any more hits i'm just gonna leave it let it run see what happens yeah that's so bad isn't it like yeah. that aston villa game getting called off like how close it is like was it like an hour before kickoff or something Sean? yeah, yeah. i think it was yeah because what time did it, it was meant to be three o'clock wasn't it i think so yeah, the deadline would have been at, game, I think, wasn't it? Was it? I think I think the FPL one was at half one. I think it, it was about half twelve that it did yeah. get get called off. So, like you said, a lot of people had waited till the hour before kickoff and was like, "Well, it's not going to change now," and then find out um, that it had been. So, but hopefully that shouldn't be a case now. If like I said they've reduced down the number of players you need, sort of thing, I think there'll be less postponements, but more random players could 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 be away from the games. Interesting, interesting. I was watching the news earlier and um, the South Africa, where I think this variant is from, right? They've kind of, Their graph has gone up like that, but then come now it's like it's come down. So it didn't really, this graph suggests that it might just go like that. But South Africa just went like that and then they just kind of dealt with it. I think they, they think vaccines and stuff were, mm. were doing the job. So be interesting to see what happens, right? I found that yeah. interesting on TalkSport all week. They've been talking about the vaccines and, you know, I'm not telling anyone to go and get it or whatever, do what you like. But um, I, it was interesting that we were like the Premier League, for example, is like one of the lowest, like the players, are the, yeah. like the lowest across Europe vaccinated. Yeah, which I, I saw I that, found yeah. really interesting. 75% or something, wasn't it? Like that's something yeah. like that. And you, you've got com- countries like Germany and Spain that don't really have this problem. But I believe Germany have gone behind closed doors anyway with their games. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's interesting to see if because there are obviously a lot with a, a lot of unvaccinated players. I think there are a lot of potentially not maybe now, but maybe the ones that have been postponed already, where games have been cancelled because they didn't have the players, but they didn't have players potentially because they'd come into close contact with someone that had COVID um, because they weren't because they weren't vaccinated. They couldn't just take a test to check they had to isolate for ten days. So it does raise the question, or would have raised the question, how the, it's not fair on the, their opponents that they're having to cancel games just because the players aren't vaccinated, therefore having yeah. to isolate. Um, that did raise the question there, but I think they've tried to nip that in the bud by saying basically you only need 13 players to, to fulfil the fixture. So They've changed the rules in the NFL um, for, regarding COVID as well. So if you're vaccinated and you're not showing symptoms, you don't have to do a test. Like, you just won't be tested. So, you, yeah, I don't know how wise that is at all, but well, yeah, that's what they're doing. So That's mad, isn't it? Because uh, yeah. my girlfriend tested positive today. She's had symptoms for probably up five days. And we tested before and she was negative, but today is positive. So we're going to go do a, a PCR tomorrow. But um, if that was the NFL, she wouldn't have had tested because she's had a double jab, right? 
Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. But again, the NFL is another a league that it, there's again like only seventy five percent of the players are vaccinated and Uh-oh. just it's um yeah. It's mad. It's a horrible situation. So let's move it on to AFCON. We mentioned it a little bit earlier. Um, Sean seemed to have quite a good grasp of the of the fixtures and stuff and, and the weeks that they were happening. So um, uh, we'll call on that knowledge a bit, Sean, if you can remember any of that. I've put the graphic up here where Liverpool say that they've agreed Mo Salah won't go to AFCON until after the Chelsea game. Um, go on, Sean, when's the Chelsea game? The Chelsea game, I think, is the 2nd of January, off the top of my head. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I assume, well, I don't know for definite, but I, I'd assume that they've asked the same thing for Mane as well. Um, so I'm guessing that they both aren't going. Um, but that doesn't affect the season long. I know there's been a lot going on today with FPL in terms of everyone gets a free an extra free hit, don't they? It's yeah. been announced today. Um and I think that's helped a lot of Salah owners because I think effectively they would only miss if they play this game here, the, the, the 21st, I think they'd only miss two games. Salah would miss potentially two games um, because there is a, a gap at the end of January, uh, which is, I think, game week 20, between 23 and 24, I think. There's a gap where I think there are qualifiers in South America and stuff like that. No European qualifiers, um, but there's basically like a a winter break effectively. Yeah. Um, so the, the African stars actually only going to miss um, 20 game week 22, game week 23. And like I mentioned, tw- game week 24, I think starts on the Tuesday and the final and the set. Well, the final and third place is on the, the Sunday. So and I think, I don't know what the um, odds are in terms of who's the favorites to win Afghan. I'd assume someone like Egypt, just because of Salah would be up there. Um, I think I'll pull that up while you're talking. Yeah. I'm going I was, off the top of my I'd head. I'd say here. it's Egypt. Yeah, I'd say it's I'm Egypt. I'm going up the top of my head. I'd say someone like Algeria is. Pro- I want to say Algeria is probably the the reigning champions. I've just got an image of Mares holding yeah, so the trophy. Was, I was going to mention Mares earlier when you were talking about him. I was going to say, here, here obviously go to this as well, won't you? Yeah. yeah. So I think overall, there's. Um, I mean, if you look through the teams, obviously there's, there's some people that are going or potentially going. I think there's like Nigeria have got a 40-man squad at the moment. That's reducing down to 28. So you've got people like Emmanuel Dennis at Watford, um, who I know has been popular in other formats, but he looks like he may go. Um, Arsenal, obviously, Aubameyang was looking like it was going to be a miss, but he's not an option anymore anyway. Obviously, falling out with Arteta. Pepe will probably go, but I can't imagine you're going to be too bothered about Pepe. I don't think Villa are losing anyone. Just going through the list now. Brentford, no. Bissouma for Brighton, but I don't think he's really a decent season-long option. But don't really think he's a second-chance option. Corne at Burnley. He looks like he's going. Mendy and Zayec at Chelsea. So the second-chance one, I didn't really mention goalkeepers in it, but if you went to Mendy in the second-chance one, you don't have to worry about it because you just automatically would get Kepa. As the replacement, anyway. That's that's not Um, a good thing. Not, no. Crystal Palace will lose a few from the look of it. Koyate, Schlupp, Ayu and Zaha. So that's we're going to lose two or three attacking players there. So you could potentially look at people like, I don't know if Eze will probably be back fit then. Um, Conor Gallagher. So they're probably going to be assured of starts over that time as well. It won't be at Everton. Probably not an option. Ian Nacho, again, at Leicester. 
it's I'd say there's not really any big obviously you've got the big players like Salah, Mane, Mares. Um, I'm just looking down the list. That's probably Saar was at the start of the season. Ben Rama at West Ham, maybe. I'd say it's less the players that are going. It's more the players that will play in their place that potentially are where you're going to be looking at. So we like we've mentioned before, Jota will be guaranteed to be playing with both of those um, both of those players going. Um, you've got one less Chelsea attacker. Could that shore up a few places? But we've already said in the second chance game that with the blanks and stuff. You don't want to be going near Chelsea players at the start of it, I'd say. Um, Man City, Mara's going, does free up one extra position. So someone like Foden could get more time. Um, and yeah, I'd say Josh King at Watford is probably a bit more of an assured starter, given if Dennis does go, he's probably the main attacker then. Um, so yeah. So just found some odds from Google. I, I've never heard of the site before. It's called oddschanger.com, but they've got Egypt favourites 9-2, to two, then Ghana 13-2. to two. So if you go, if, if that's a, a reputable source, maybe Salah could go a little bit further than um, some are thinking. Uh, Jack, you don't think it's going to go ahead? You think it might get cancelled? Um, there's I, I been don't a lot of talk get, about that. I don't think it'll get cancelled. Like, I think they'll just postpone it. Um, this tournament was meant to be held in the summer last year. But oh, so it, it's been postponed once already then? Yeah, it didn't get held because it's been held in Cameroon. And during the summer, that's like the wet season in Cameroon. Uh-huh. Um, so that was the reason why it got moved back to January. Um, to be honest, I think most of the time it's played in January anyway, from what I remember in years past, the AFCON. Um, but yeah, I potentially maybe they move it back maybe the situation gets better but like you've already mentioned tonight uh reese the covid situation seems to be getting better in africa anyway doesn't it so maybe it does go ahead maybe i'm wrong yeah south africa that's what they said on the channel for news earlier i mean we'll see but that's what it's definitely what they said okay algeria did win the last one sorry oh yeah yeah the holders i saw that somewhere just now as well so I got your second chance team up now for the podcast listeners. Jack, if you could rattle it off for us, please, sir. He just so uh, got Ramsdale in goal. I've got Trent, Sis, uh, and Cancelo as my back three. I've got Son, Salah, Madison, Saka, and Gallagher in my middle. And up front, I've got King and Bamford. Um I've kind of already mentioned why I want to leave Salah in there and what what we've sort of told you tonight that the worst that that's probably going to go down to with the safety net is probably going to get Jota for a couple of games in there. I might change a few more things around listening to what Sean's told me tonight, but I, I do like the balance of the score. I, I like the Tottenham players. I like Son. Wolves, just as, as a Chelsea fan, the, the that game the other day was the most infuriating game I've watched, but they are just solid at the back. They're Wolves, absolutely yeah. solid. Yeah, and they've got, if we pull up that graphic of this fixtures, they've got a nice uh, sort of fixture list over when this starts. So they're, they're very solid at the back, Wolves. Yeah, so they've only scored like 13 goals as well, haven't they, this season? Then yeah. they, they, they want to sit in, dig in, dig deep, and, you know, boring to watch but great for us and great for fantasy players um yeah i get that vibe from wolves as well i can see a few more clean sheets definitely 
Yeah, oh, yeah. As I say, the game I watched the other day, just as a Chelsea fan, it's infuriating. But Chelsea had a lot of players out as well. But um, no excuses. That Wolves done well. They got their draw, and that's what they wanted. Um, I like Patrick Bamford to come back and start scoring. I, I think that's what Leeds are missing. Just him up front. They need to start scoring goals. Um, Bielsa is probably fighting for his job. They start off with West Ham, I believe, on the second chance game. King, I've got up front. Obviously, Dennis is going to go off to Afcon if it goes ahead. So. We'll see, but I like King up front, and Madison's come into a bit of form for Leicester, so I'm I'm really happy to get him into this team and start off like. So, so I might change a few more things. I might move Ramsdale a goal, but Ramsdale seems to be solid. He's, he's playing really well, like for Arsenal this year at the minute. I've just been, yeah, I've just been going through some of the safety nets uh, sort of interest and some of them are pretty decent. So Watford uh, goes King to Dennis and obviously Dennis would be gone. Yeah. So you'd probably guarantee yourself a backup there. Um, Bamford goes to Rodrigo, which could be a bit iffy, but then Gelhart, which who yeah. we've seen starting lately. Um, Gallagher, there's loads below him as well. Um, what do you think about this one, Sean? Yeah, I mean, I think that's, if you, if you, with if it, if it plans as it goes or as Ben Crenna thinks at the moment, which obviously is a big if because we don't know so much. Um, I think given it's only 17 game weeks, given you can roll as many transfers as you want, and given you get a wild card, I think really in you just want to attack straight away. Um, so if you've got doubles in those first few weeks, definitely avoid the Chelsea's because yeah. I mean you want to go to Chelsea eventually because the games they miss will come back round, so they'll have more games potentially than anyone else at a certain point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the start, I'm eyeing up people that have potentially got doubles and just going for pure volume over the quality of the game at the start, yeah. just trying to get ahead and then build from there with it, really. Yeah, yeah I might um, try and get a couple more Tottenham players in. Or, and, and Man United, actually. Man United's an option. Yeah, if you don't follow uh, Ben as well on Twitter, Jack, go and give him a follow. Ben Krellin, one of, one of the best uh, fantasy football follows you'll you, you'll make. Um, okay, let's go on to Sean's second chance team then. Sean, if you could read it out for the podcast listeners, please, sir. Yeah, so I've, like I just said, I've really tried to attack potential double game week. So obviously a lot could change, but I've gone for Pope in goal um, just because of volume of games. So I don't think there's a huge amount between a lot of the keepers. Um, and Burnley at the moment have got three games in hand on everyone else so those three extra games they're, they're half decent defensively as well Burnley um, so that's my choice at the moment at the back I've gone for Trent I just think especially Trent and Cancelo at the moment are just are just nailed on picks in any format that I play just because they're just amazing value regardless of the fact they're defenders as well just going forward I mean Cancelo just shoots from anywhere um, and Trent, obviously, we saw that goal he scored a couple of weeks ago as well. I don't really want both of them in the second chance team, though, because both of them have only got, uh, well, I projected to have two singles the first two weeks. Um, so I think one of them's enough and then go back to the other one. So I've gone for Trent just because I think they've got slightly easier fixtures. They've got Brentford and Crystal Palace the first two. Um, I've gone for regular uh, Spurs again volume of fixtures and I think at the moment they're, uh, they've they got double the first week which is Arsenal and Brent, uh, Brighton which that's what it looks like it could be so I think yeah attacking fullback looks decent I've gone for Maguire at Man United again another team I think they have Don't looked better it. I know Don't do it, Sean. I almost went for the triple <laughs> up so um, I think Raniex will make them better defensively I'd probably prefer a fullback but at the moment 
I just don't know who it is. And you do get the safety net. So if I went for sure, I could, but I think it, unlike if I did go for sure, you wouldn't necessarily get um, Tellez as the replacement because it could be that Maguire is the next one underneath Shaw in terms of price. Um, but I'm happy. Maguire will play most games anyway. I think he's had the most shots on target as man for Man U defenders, obviously just from corners and stuff. So I'm happy. Juan Bissaka would be underneath Shaw. Yeah. Oh. So I'm happy enough with Maguire. Um, so I've just gone for a back three at the moment. I like Jack have gone for Madison. I think Leicester have got decent fixtures. I think if the doubles pan out as Ben reckons, they could have Burnley Everton first two weeks, uh, first first week double. That's a decent, decent two fixtures. Jared Bowen, West Ham were top of the fixture ticker. Um, they've only got one game that first week, but it is Leeds. Um, and I just think Bowen is a is a great, I think he scored again tonight. Um, I think he's a great shout. And he also does have decent people underneath him. I think he has four nails as a safety net, then Flasic and then Suchek. So they're, they're all decent options um, for me as well. I've gone for Rashford, as I mentioned, the safety net. I, 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 would, I like a Man U attacker. Ronaldo's expensive and you don't necessarily know that you would get a safety net without him. I know yeah. you think Cavani or Martial might play, but Martial might go in the, in January somewhere else. And I just think the fact you get Rashford, if not Sancho, if not Greenwood, that's good enough for me, really. For yeah, that's really good. Yeah, I I really then, like the look of Rashford actually with the yeah f- from from now not like not looking at a second chance, but I'm really he's looking playing at him. Up, he's playing up top, isn't he? FPL. Yeah, he's yeah. playing up top next to Ronaldo. He's not playing really well at all, but. He's playing playing like ninety minutes. And he's not getting dropped. Yeah. It's early days with Ranić, but I've I've definitely got my eye on him. Yeah, their fixtures potentially they could have a double as well first week of Aston Villa and Brentford. So that's a decent two fixtures, and then after that they've got West Ham, Burnley, Southampton, Leeds, Watford. I mean, that that's as good as you're going to get for a set of fixtures, really. So I want a United attacker. I've gone for Mares, and I've just realised that he is at the Afcon, but I'm not too bothered by that because I get Foden. If not, I get Grealish. So you've got plenty of options there. And I just think Man City are a decent team. The only thing that would make me change that is they have only got a single game the first week. But I don't want to try and go too heavy on the first week and then have to use transfers constantly. I want to try and build a few up. So I've gone for that. I've gone for King as well up top from Watford. I think, again, he'll be the main point. Watford could have a double, which would be Newcastle and Crystal Palace. That's a that's a great two fixtures in the first week to attack, really. Um, I've then gone for Ben Teke at Crystal Palace. Oi, oi, Jack. Um, <laughs> he's the most expensive and he does have a few options underneath him. I think yeah. he has Edward, Edward underneath him. Ayu, does he have Ayu? Yeah. yeah. So he's, it's, it's not as though if he doesn't play, you won't get an attacker. Um, again, Crystal Palace, I think they've got a double as well, potentially. They've got Brighton and Watford. So again, another two decent fixtures. He's decent when he's on the pitch. Um, so I don't mind taking a bit of a punt on there. I think you've got to go a little bit different every now and then. And then I've also gone for Calvert-Lewin. If obviously he's fit and firing, he looks like he might be back on Boxing Day, um, which I think is really interesting for the season long as well as second chance and everything. Um, and if he's back firing, I think he could be prime captaincy for that first week. He's playing Norwich, and then he could potentially, if the doubles fall as we, as Ben thinks they could, he could be playing Leicester as well. So you're going to want to captain a double game week if there are any in there. I think 
Norwich and Leicester for Calvert-Lewin looks good enough to me. What do you reckon about this one, Jackie Boy? Yeah, I like it. I say, Sean, what I've learned off Sean tonight is um, I'm going to take it in, into my builds and try and get some of these double game weeks. And, um, yeah, I, I like it. You've got the United boys in. I, that's something I want to do, actually, get a couple of the United guys in, into mine. Not 100% sure on Rashford, but I, I get your thinking behind it, Sean. <laughs> yeah, Ronaldo, I think. Ronaldo, Sancho, Rashford, they're all quite interesting. I think, aren't they? But like you said, uh, the Ronaldo safety well. net thing is a... Yeah someone, a like Antonio, yeah, someone like Antonio, I think will be quite a big differential because... If He's he got COVID now, do you hear that? Yeah, I saw that. Said just now, yeah. I think if he, doesn't, um, if he doesn't start, I don't know if there is a safety net underneath him. So there's probably a bit of an upside to him, but I just don't, there's just no cover. And do, you, and do you really want that risk? With Kane and people like that, probably is less risk because Kane plays pretty much most games, doesn't he? So the chance of him not playing a game and you not knowing about it is quite low. Um, but I just yeah. think I, I want to attack the doubles if they are there and build up some transfers to then reassess it. Because within, I think, I don't know when the doubles and blanks are going to be this season, but you, you're going to guess like 27, 28, there's probably going to be a blank or something. So if you've got a few transfers in hand, where's players, people could have teams that aren't playing at all, so safety net doesn't even come into it. You've got four five transfers to just switch in players. You're then gonna gain a big a big difference on those on those teams. So. Do you think maybe potentially you could be in danger of ignoring players that have bad safety nets but are good players, if that makes sense? Like your Ronaldo's yeah. for example, people who are like could be potentially be a step above, but because you're worried about safety net maybe potentially overthinking do you think are you worried about that I think, yeah no I, th- I would agree with that I think more especially with the strikers I think you're less I think you'd pick someone like Salah knowing that I mean obviously Salah Salah but if he didn't start for any reason you get a Mane so you get a decent option Man City really for me you're not picking a player you're not, you're not picking a specific player you're picking I want a Man City midfielder yeah and I'll pick him at this point knowing that if I don't get that player starts I get X, Y, or Z underneath him sort of thing. But yeah, for the strikers, I think Crystal Palace and Watford are fine because you've got a few underneath them. Um, but yeah, for like there, for my team there, I've got three teams that have all got these two or three safety nets underneath, so I'm covered. But they're probably not the most consistent assets. I think Calvert-Lewin is decent on his day. But yeah, you've not then got people like Kane. You've not got Ronaldo. I think Rashford would cover. I mean, maybe maybe missing an explosive option, but it's difficult because there's no subs, right? There's no subs bench, so I don't really know how. Yeah, yeah, it's a difficult one. So they put that you are going to get the benefit of having the the Canes and the Ronaldos, but you could potentially cover them with Son, your Rashfords, or your subs, knowing that if they don't play, you've got another decent-ish asset underneath. The difference, I'd say, with people like Son is there's a massive price difference between, I think some like 10 million, but then Moira is like six and a half. So do you really want to be, some will play, but there's a big drop then. So if some was out for any reason, for one week, yeah, you'd, you'd be happy to drop to Moira, but would you then want to leave three and a half million quid in the bank essentially, or three and a half million quid extra in your team, just because you've got a safety net of, of Moira, probably not. Whereas with the Man City guys, 
you've only got you've got five people that are covered by a million quid in midfield. So yeah, if Mares is out off. for a while, you wouldn't transfer them out because you just you'd accept the fact you've got. It's a, it's very similar to the Champions League contest that was in um, that was run for the group stage. So I had a triple Chelsea defence in that, but I just picked them at the start of the tournament and just left them in there, knowing that if I didn't get Reese James, I'd get whoever. I'd have three. I didn't care who the three Chelsea defenders were. I just wanted three Chelsea defenders in that team. I'd be like, I'd like a Man City def- midfielder in this team. I want a Man U defender, for example. You just you're playing the position rather than the player. But you probably do need two or three players in there that you want that are going to be explosive. That's probably mm. maybe what this team's missing a little bit. I'd say. Mm. Yeah, you're right. Just looking at the the details here, the drop off from the Spurs midfield is quite drastic, whereas that won't really happen at Man City. So you got Son at nine point eight million, and then the drop off is all the way down to six point four million. Mora, and it's Delhi Ali, Bergwijn, just players that you'd they'd be stinking out your team when they if they if they're in. Mm. Okay, we got your quiz next one. The quiz is up. Oh, what you it's, got so, it's, so, it's only ten questions. It's sort of it's all on fan team the season long, really. Um, just to see okay, how will, well you know. I'll close this window down. Go on, I'm ready. So, which player has gone up the most in value after Mo Salah? A lot of these are apart from Mo Salah because he tops most hey. most metrics. But yeah, Type which player's answers. gone up? The... Type your answers in the chat. Is it or just say amount of yeah? Uh, no, that's fine. Type them in the chat. Are so, you yeah. able to do that, Jack? Uh, uh, two seconds. I'll have a look now. Um... I was a little bit surprised by it. Gone up the most. I've done Yeah. I've gone for a defender. Yeah, I was thinking defender. I'll just go with. I'll go with that. Probably not that, but. I wonder if. um... Oh, you've typed it in the Zoom chat, have you, Jack? I've typed mine on the on the. Oh, what do you call it on the stream stream chat? What did you go? What did you go for, Jack? Ah, gone. I went for Cancelo, but it's probably wrong. Yeah, I went for the same. See, so scoped in the chat has gone for Ramsdale. It's actually oh. Smith Rowe. Oh, it's gone up by eight. Salah's the most with a million, but yeah, Smith Rowe's gone up by point eight. Gallagher by point seven, I think, is third. But um, who's the most owned striker in the game? The most owned striker. Oh, there's got to be. This is as it this morning from, from FF Stuff's website, another website that you definitely need to be using. Can I put it in the chat again? You yeah. can just say it if you want, because yeah, you say it. put it in the thing. Yeah, yeah it makes All sense. Right. I'll go Ronaldo. No, I've gone no. Tony. No. Oh. It's Antonio still. Obviously, that oh, the COVID man. That one got to be selling that guy. <laughs> yeah, he's thirty-seven and a half percent of teams. Oh, unlucky. And Watkins is thirty-five point eight. I think Ronaldo's in twenty-one because I've got him in my team. He's at twenty-one percent, which may go up over Christmas. I don't know. Um, who's the only? This should be an easy one for anyone that's listened to it at any time. Who's the only midfielder or striker? To have played every minute for his team this season, so he's gained that extra ninety-minute point every time. Easy. 
Who do you reckon, Jack? Um, is know. it Rice? It's Declan Rice. Yeah, yes. I got that as well. Um, which player has played the most minutes in the in the league, but has not played a full ninety minutes yet? We have mentioned him on this stream. Can you repeat very, the question, please? So, which player has played the most minutes this season in the Premier League, but has not played a full ninety? So he's not picked up a, a ninety-minute appearance. So this it's a it's a midfielder or an attacker. I'll give you that as a clue. Sure, it's not the goalkeeper. Played the most. <laughs> so they played the most minutes out of anybody who hasn't had a full ninety minute. Yeah, I so think it's the, it's the mid, midfield or attacker that hasn't picked up a a ninety minute appearance point yet. I don't think this is right, but it could be close. Yeah, I don't think it's right. Go on, Jack. No, what do you think? No, I'm still thinking. Go on, you say yours. I got Jota. That's who I was going to say, Jota. He was in my mm. head, but it's not Jota. I know it's not. It is Maxwell Corney of Burnley. He's oh. played, I think, 618 minutes so far, but not a, a full 90. Uh, who's made the most saves in the Premier League this season? Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I think I know. Um, I'll say mine out first then, because I don't want to... I'm conscious that I'm putting the answers in the chat a bit too quick for anyone who's watching. Okay. Um I'm going to say Schmeichel. That's my guess as well. Yeah, I thought it would be. We spoke about it a few weeks ago to me. He's been overtaken. Oh, Ooh, Sanchez? No. Do you think who's, who's, had a, who's been quite busy the last uh, couple of games specifically? Uh, so, Dave? No, Meslier. Oh, man, yeah, yeah. He made like 10 saves, I think, in like the Man City game. Um, who is the lowest scoring player in fan team this season? With minus 1.6 points. <laughs> that's a horrible question. <laughs> oh, that's got to be like a red card or... Um... Give you a clue. He's, he's a defender and he's only played two full games. He's been injured quite a bit. <laughs> so maybe... Um, uh, okay. Have you got one, Jack? Uh, uh... Um, I'm going to go and ask the defender, Kalashnik. I'm going to go that Luke Leeds a... Cooper. Oh, do you know what? You're both very close. I think, I'll just bring it up. I think Kalashnik was like second worst. <laughs> I think he had like minus 0. 0.8. Um, and you were right in the fact that it's a Leeds player, but it's Robin Cock. Oh. Minus 1.6. Scoped um, in the chat says Pablo Mari. Not a bad guess either. Uh, who's the best value player in the game? So points per million. So who has scored points the most points per million so far? I'm going to say, season? I got mine, Jack. Go on. I know who mine is. Can I say Connor Cody? I'm going to say Yuri Tillemans. No. Jack's, Jack's got the right team. Sears? Sears? Close. It's the keeper. Oh, Jose, yeah. Jose Sarr scored oh. 90 points this season. And he's, we're starting at, what is he, 4.5 million, something like that. Oh, was he? Yeah. Cody scored quite a few points, though, hasn't he? He is. He's he's 11th. He scored yeah. 66 points, and he's only yeah. four and a half. He was four and a half as well. Yeah. Sice is up there as well. He's sixth. 
So all, all these um, courtesy of FF stuff then? Or, yeah, literally yeah. FF stuff. I mean, he does it for every format. So FPL, Sky, Sun Dream Team. He does it for all the fan teams, so NFL. Oh, nice. Basically, it's basically just a, it's a download. It shows you everything. So goals, clean sheets, shots on target. Really it's useful. Great. Really it's, useful. it's great product, yeah. Accurate. Yeah, and like, I use it a lot for the, I do an ask the Sky article, and I use it a lot for the graphs and stuff. So it's 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 really good. Uh, what's the next one? Who's got the second most assists this season? Obviously, Salah's top. Second most assists is. Oh, I'm tempted to say Salah. Salah is top. I'll, I'll, I'll oh. give you that. Salah has the most. I'm going to go Jota. No, not Jota. Um, do you know what? I'm going to go outside the box and say Paul Pogba because I know he had about 10 assists in the first Close. three games. He's had seven. He's joint third. So Bowen and Jesus have both got seven. Trent has got eight. Oh, of course. Trent second. The last two. Who is the player in the game that's less than 1% owned that scored the most points out of everyone that's less than 1% owned. So who's the, the proper hidden gem? Major differential if anyone wants to go left field. Most points less than 1% owned. This is hard. That is really hard. Do you, do you want to give you the position? I'll give you the position. It's a midfielder. Um, midfielder scored 69.6 points this season which is quite a lot I'm going to go with a, a boring team but a player who plays quite a lot of minutes a defensive midfielder potentially from a team like Burnley I don't even know if this guy even plays Westwood. Good shout. He's less I'm than gonna, out. I, I'm going to go wow. McGinn. McGinn. That's another good shout. He must be more than 1% owned. He's not on the list. So Westwood is on the list. He's less than 1% owned, but he's only scored 44 points. Uh-huh. It okay. is Trossard. Brighton. Oh. Ah. Ooh, he is a differential. Yeah. Henderson second in terms of under 1%. And then you've got Kilman, Neves and Moutinho at... Um, but Wolves are all less than 1% owned. Trossard was coming up on some of our lists for a few weeks ago, wasn't he? And he's got a double game week coming up. Less than he 1% always, owned. Yeah, he always plays. He's False played nine. full 90, 13. So he's got 13 points. So he's got like 20% of his points just from playing the full 90. So yeah, he's a, he's a definite good one to go for. I like that. Right, last one is, which player that's owned by more than 10% of teams has scored the fewest points. So at least 10% owned. Hmm. There are only, I'll give you like, not really a clue, there are only 39 players that are owned by more than 10%. Hmm. I'm going to say... Hmm. 
Um, I think I think I owned him until the week before last. You you might even still own him. I don't know. I don't think Jack does. Uh, I might have made that up. To be fair, I, I don't know. I'm gonna say Asuma. No. You got a guess, Zach? Got a clue. This is this um, is an absolute stinker of a question. To be fair. Yeah, it's um. Oh. If I tell you how much he's, he's worth, he's ten percent owned. He's ten point six. Is he ten percent owned? Twelve point one percent owned. He's four million pound in the game. Oh my god! Four million quid. Oh, he scored ten point six points. I know who it is. Do you? Go on yeah, Hist. No, he's not oh. played a minute yet. He's not scored any points. Oh, okay. It's not. No, I forgot the question sure. there for a second. Sorry. He's, he's 4.5, isn't it? It's not Ben White, is it? He's 4.5. No, he's got loads. Yeah. And he's, yeah, he's only oh, Woodman. Woodman. Correct. Woodman. Yeah. Mm, Freddie Woodman at Newcastle. He played four games at the start of the season. He's got 10.6 points. Come on. And thus concludes the quiz. Oh, that was awesome. I'll give you an NFL one next week. Yeah, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> Smash a like on the video, guys. If you enjoyed the quiz, we'll bring it back next week. Keep Sean busy. Okay. Reese's Game Week 18, £1 million team. This is how it went for me. Not great, to be honest with you. So 50.8 points. This is too small. I can't quite see where I am. I'm just outside the top 10K, I think. I made a transfer of King out, Galhart in, Cash out, and Cancelo in. I believe they were two free transfers, if I remember correctly. It's good that I brought Cancelo in, right? Because it was a great timing. Someone who um, I've not had in my team, and obviously he's like one of the highest scoring players in the game, so happy with that. Um but it's just postponements, isn't it? I should have been a bit more aggressive, I think, in the fan team game because I did that in FPL and came out quite well. Look how well you look at the time of those transfers as well. That's a committed fantasy football manager there. It's Half the past time. three on the Saturday. <laughs> Half an hour before the rearranged deadline as well. Wish See? I'd done that. <laughs> just goes to show that I'd, I'm just at home all the time and I've got, like, I've got time to do these things. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it was a debate on Twitter, wasn't it? It was like uh, people were saying, oh, you're an idiot if you made your transfers early. But people have got stuff to do, right? They're working, they've got yeah, kids yeah. to... Do you know what I mean? So, but yeah. So that was my Game Week 18 story. Game Week 19 is looking like this. We've got Sanchez, Alonso, Trent, Cancelo, James, Samedo, Salah, Jota, Mount, Tony and Ronaldo. Tony's on a yellow there, but I, I think he'll play. I think he'll be back um, for this game. But I guess we don't know what's going to happen, right, in terms of are these games going to be played, COVID, etc. So I'm kind of a little bit tuned out, to be honest with you, at the moment. This is how I'm kind of approaching it. I'm just focusing on, like, Christmas, focusing on other stuff, and then, like, literally the day that the games are going to come out or whatever, like the Saturday or whatever it is, then all the Sunday, then I'll have a little look and stop, maybe sit down for, like, an hour and just do some things. Because I think it's not worth, in my opinion, stressing about something which could just change so much. Um so yeah, that's my thoughts on it anyway. Um, I'll head straight over to Jack's team. Um, do, we have, do we have to? Yes, unfortunately. Um, Game Week 18 oh. team slide I've got up here, Jack. Yeah, just, just move on. 
I mean, I can if you want. <laughs> it was just, yeah, I, I, I made some changes. I thought I'd take a mind, I started to take a mind say, actually. Um, I made some changes. I thought, get some players in, try and take the mind say, try and sort of go up the rankings a little bit more than, because I'm, I'm doing quite bad anyway. As I said, I missed a couple of weeks. And then I'd done it at 12 o'clock, or oh, 10 past 11 there. And then the game got called off at whenever I can't remember. Half 12. I mean, yeah. yeah, half 12. And I was just like, no. Great. So, yeah. Um, to be fair, you're up, you're up on the transfers, though, aren't you? Because Jesus, 6.7. Gabriel, oh, yeah, 4.6. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. a little bit up. but Yeah, a little bit up. Wasn't a great week. We move on. Like you say, yeah. Reese, it's not worth getting stressed out about. It's um, it's one of them things. We got we don't have any control over it. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Okay, cool. Well, um, you're set up for game week 19, Jack, if you've got that slide, if you could read that one up for, for the podcasters. I'll just get that slide up now for you. Uh, yeah, so Edison and goal, Trent at the back, Rudiger, Gabriel. I've got Declan Rice back in. Uh, Bernardo, Silva, my man crush, <laughs> Mohamed Salah, Mason Mount, Emil Smith-Rowe, Gabriel Jesus and Ollie Watkins up front. I um, Yeah, hopefully we just get the games this week. That's all I want. It's just the games. <laughs> I've got Tony on the bench as well, so... I don't know if he's going to play this week. Is he back from his COVID spell? He or? he was on the bench tonight, I think, for their game, right. the Carabao That's Cup. Good. So whether he came on, I'm not too sure, but yeah. I know Chelsea won, so I'm quite happy with that. Okay. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'm quite happy. It's a, it can't be any worse than last week. That's the way I'm looking at it at the minute. <laughs> we'll, we'll see how it goes. Oh, my missus is messaging me. She's down in the dumps with this COVID thing. Um, Sean, game week 18. Tell us how it went for you, bro. Well, I, I played seven-a-side football this week um, with no keeper. I only had seven that eventually got out. I Like Jack, I had... I think, well, I think only one was out because of the cancellation, but I did have a free transfer. I did try to use it, but I ran out of time, left it too late. Um, but I was going to bring in Lacazette for... Dennis so I think Lacazette probably scored five or six so I'm not too bothered the fact it didn't go through because I've now got two free transfers this week but last week I had De Gea Christensen who is absolutely stinking my team out at the minute um, Watkins and Dennis all didn't play and then I had Trent Cancelo James and Ben White came on for 0.3 points vice captain him as well don't quite know why because I, think, because I knew that he was going to, the Arsenal game was going ahead. There was still a bit yeah. unknown if the Sunday games were going to go ahead. So I yeah. thought at least if I get a captain in that game, at least. It was the first fixture, I think, wasn't it? Arsenal, Leeds. Was yeah. It? it was the half five on the Saturday in the end, wasn't it? Um, and then I had Salah, Jota, and Mount in midfield. Captain Salah. Wish I'd a captain Cancelo. I did it in FPL, I did it in Sky, but thought I was doing quite well in Fantasy. I think it was 500th before this week. So I thought I'll stick with the pack. Don't want to risk it. Um, and then scored 44 points which is well below average and doubled my rank from 500 to 1000 so not great but hopefully this week will improve by hopefully just getting 11 out I'll be happy with at this point Um, but yeah at the moment I've got the same so I've got De Gea in goal got the the same back three in terms of Trent Cancelo James they're going nowhere for me they're they're owned by more than 50% of the game so a bit of a template team. I've currently started Ben White. Um, I've then got Salah and Jota against Leeds. I think Salah 
will have to be captaincy this week. Can't really go against him. Mount and Bowen, happy enough with still. And then up front, I've currently got Dennis and Ronaldo with my bench of Krull. So I've got two keepers now. So just in case there is any postponements, I, I am covered. When it comes to the blanks and the doubles, hopefully by having two keepers that play, I can work my way around there. I've got Watkins, Norgard and Christensen on my bench, but I have got two free transfers. It's difficult to know where to use them because you don't know who's going to play and there's such a quick turnaround. So I might yeah. just transfer out Christensen for another defender, different defender, because I want to try and move away from triple Chelsea. Because I think with, as we've mentioned already, them going to um, the Club World Cup, you're going to have two weeks where if you've got triple Chelsea, you're going to have to really have hope that your sub bench is strong enough. I've got 15 players at the moment that play apart from Christensen. So I think it makes sense to move away from the double Chelsea defence and bring in potentially potentially a Man U defender, but then I'll have double Man U, a triple Man U. So I'll have to have a look to see who would be the best team to go for. I want to try and spread teams where I can just to avoid playing seven aside again. Yeah, it makes sense. You've been wanting to get rid of Christensen for a while, I think, as well, haven't you? Yeah, just not, not been... I think there's been other things to do, but with two frees and really nothing pressing to go for, I think this could be the week where Christensen goes for whoever. It might just be a cheap four and a half million player from potentially someone from like Burnley or Tottenham, knowing that they're going to have three extra games at some point over the season. So it seems like a good idea to get them in now. But hopefully we'll get a bit more clarity maybe before box today about postponed games, but we shall see. Happy days. That's it, I think, guys. Thank you very much for watching. Don't forget to hit a like on the video. Um, hit subscribe if you are new. Follow both the guys on Twitter. Jack's got a lot of stuff going out all the time, and Sean is all over it across all the formats. I don't know what else to say, guys. That's it. Thanks for watching. The quiz was amazing, so do hit the like button if you enjoyed the quiz, right? Um, guys, thanks for coming on. Sean, anything um, coming up from you, from Fan Team Focus on the website, etc.? Um, we obviously will put a bit, I don't think there's any monster um, on fan team this week. I think they announced that today. I think there's a, a five game slate. I think they were doing the three o'clock kickoffs on Boxing Day. Um, so we might be able to get something out for that. Um, NFL still going on this weekend, Jack, as far as I'm aware, isn't it? They don't really yeah, stop for Christmas, uh, do they? No, you, well, you've got two games on Christmas Day. So yeah. I'll um, get an article sent over to you for yeah. the Red Zone Monster on Boxing Day. Oh, yes, yeah, so we'll get that out. Um, and yeah, they will just uh, have stuff over over socials, really. But yeah, hopefully everyone just has a happy Christmas. Definitely. Yeah, I forgot about that one. Jack? Yeah, like I say, just NFL keeps going. Sport keeps going. Um, somehow finds a way to keep going. Um, I will get an NFL article over to Sean, like I say. Um, and Merry Christmas, everyone. And I hope your uh, missus gets better soon, Rhys. Ah, oh, yeah, definitely. You. <laughs> yeah, I got a feeling that I'm going to get, I think I probably already caught it off here now, so I got a feeling I'm going to be COVID Christmas, but we're definitely not going down to see the family now, which is a bit of a bummer. But anyway, Merry Christmas, guys. Hope you have a nice one. Thank you again for watching, and we'll speak to you soon.